Hi, Off the Beaten Tracks Promotions presents podcast for the Myrtleford Mountain Music Festival, Thursday the 24th of August, Friday the 25th of August, Saturday the 26th of August, Sunday the 27th of August 2023. Sponsored and held at Club Savoy, Myrtleford, Victoria. Phone number 0357511296. And their address is 252 to 254 Myrtle Street, Myrtleford, Victoria 3737. Hi, today our first podcast person for the Myrtleford Mountain Music Festival 2023 is Leon Argent from God's Country, St. Arnold, Victoria. He's a country singer, performer, father, husband, and Parkinson sufferer. Hi, Leon. How are you today? Yeah, good. Thank you, Heather. How's yourself? I'm pretty good. Thank you for being part of this first podcast. You're welcome. Now, we're going to ask you a little bit about your country music road. Like, um, where did you start to sing and where? Well, I started, I got my first guitar at 12. Um, and what, what brought the country music into it was um, always listening to it as a kid in the backseat of the car. Mum and Dad, Dad used to always play the old stuff like Charlie Price, Tim Dusty, John cool. Williamson. And um, it just went from there. Yeah, and you still do a lot of Charlie Pride stuff yeah, and all that? Yeah, little haggard. Love it. Yeah, Slim Dusty? Love it. Yeah, that's really good. Um, and now where else have you travelled in Australia to do performing? Um, Tamworth. Done busking up in Tamworth. Um, Bush Baldies. I was part of the members up there for a while. Done work up there with them. Walk-ups, talent quests. Um, and also um, done a bit of Madura. Had a big talent quest there. Oh, cool. And now you've sort of progressed. You're a special guest at a lot of places. I've seen your name pop up at Hamilton and country music clubs and things like that. Yeah, my name started to get out there. You know, um, being hard work trying to get it done, but... Um, yeah, we're getting there, Heather. Excellent work. Now, did either of your parents sing, or was it just a play guitar, or was it just you that you just sort of watched and thought, oh, I could do that? No, uh, it's just, just me. I'm the only music one in the family. Really, yeah? yeah? Oh, that's really cool. That's something we've got in common, so that's really good. Okay, so uh, now to go from uh, your country music, I just wanted to find out, do you have a full-time job? Yeah, I'm, I full-time work for V-Line. For V-Line? You drive trains? No, I work on the rail line and um, work all around Victoria. Ah, how long have you been doing that? Um, kind of 20 years. Wow, okay. And just to let everybody know, how old are you? 46. 46. So we'll get into a little bit more about the Parkinson's and being so young a bit later on, but that's good to keep in, in mind. So uh, you're still working full-time at, the, at, at this stage? At, the, at this stage, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, so the day that... Uh, you were sort of diagnosed. I guess you'd been having a few um, things happen, uh, like twitches and stuff like that. Because when I talk about Parkinson's, I automatically think of Michael J. Fox. And so um, I guess he's the one that everybody knows about. And I've read a little bit on him. Um, when he was 29, he got a little twitch uh, in his finger on one of the shows that he was on, and it progressed to where I just saw him uh, just after Christmas and he literally is shaking all over. Is that the type of Parkinson's that you have? No, I've got the um, rigidity one where your body turns to stone. Right. It's pretty well freezes up. It's, it's Parkinson's across dystonia. Okay. And um, and what I, I never even noticed it, but my wife Melina 
she knows my arm was always curled up and she said, go to the doctor. I said, no, I'm not going to the doctor. Mm-hmm. And, I, and one day I took, you know, decided to go, but you know, she forced me, I didn't decide, she forced me to go. Yeah. So I went to the doctor and um, found out, yeah. I think a lot of people... After a lot of tests and that. Yeah, a lot of people, especially men, are always, uh, oh, no, I'll go later, I'll go later, I'll go later and not do it, but luckily we've... Um, something must come to mind and we think, right, we better go to find out what goes on. So I'm guessing with this type of Parkinson's, you wouldn't be able to play guitar? As... No, I, I, I had a guitar, guitar for a while um, until I had the surgery, DBS surgery, deep brain stimulation. Oh, okay. So uh, what what does that entail? Is that sort of like um, putting heart pacemakers in your head or something? Like no, that? <laughs> you got two um, prongs to go into your brain. And then a wire goes down, down the back of your head, through your neck, into your chest, and there's a, um, it's more or less like a pacemaker in your chest, and that, that runs the, um, all, all the signals to your brain. Wow. So it's really, really something in depth, and I guess um, listening to your story, you've got a, lo- a lot of support from your lovely wife, Mel, and your children, Bree and Jackson, and family and friends, and since... The diagnosis has come out. Um, I don't know whether we said, but you're 46 now. So you were diagnosed with Parkinson's? Uh, about 40, 41. Right, yeah, 40, 41. And so you've dealt it. And, and you're finding that um, now it's become part of your life where what life was before 40 has now totally changed. So you had one way and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden you've got this with this diagnosis that radio my life is going to have to change and things like that so can you pick on one particular thing that you've found has changed me knowing you I think um songwriting you may have already always done songwriting but since um having Parkinson's your mind has gone into a different area and you're more uh your songs are a lot more deeper can you describe some of your songwriting like the first album I brought out oh over 20 something years ago that was my first one that was one on Gypsy and I put about three or four songs on that and I went dead quiet song right for years nothing came to my head and um, all of a sudden there's, there's some the words are flowing from you know flowing so from pen to paper and uh, 38 songs later in three months wow that, that worked in really well because, as you said, flowing, the dishwasher made a gurgling noise. So maybe that's <laughs> sort of like what happens when you get a, an idea, you gurgle, gurgle, gurgle. Do you find that when you're doing um, a lot of your songwriting, it helps you meet your demons and your frustrations with life? It gets it gets me word out there. Like some, I find it hard talking about what I've got. And, um, yeah, I um, put it on paper, put it into a song... And, and getting out there, it just tells my whole story. Yeah, I think you're so brave at doing what you do. It's um, it's easy for people to talk about things, but when you're actually going through it, um, that's where it really hits your heart. So we'll just take a break now, and we'll be back with part two of our part four um, talk with Leon Argent. So raise your hands for the answer. Okay, so welcome back to part two of our Myrtleford Mountain Music Festival singer and songwriter and performer, Leon Argent. So, Leon, we've found out now that um, 
you have been diagnosed with Parkinson's, but with the support of your beautiful wife and family and friends, um, you're starting to get things into into position. But anything that doesn't work, you're doing a pivot and you're changing, which is a great way to be. And the resurgence of your songwriting is something that I guess you've had deep down. So let's talk a little bit about what happened in March um, this year. You held, you and Mel held your first ever fundraiser for Parkinson's. And where was that done? Yeah, that was done at Sonata's um, um, Sporting Club. We had some um, wonderful artists, um, heaps of support. Um, all, all the artists donated their own time. Um, everyone just chipped in, helped there so much. It has some fantastic sponsors from the local area, didn't yep, you? Would yep. you like to say, can you remember any of them that you oh, had? We had the Weir Supermarket. They they don't be one um, butcher, standard butcher shop, um, standard bedroom electrical, boots and all. And the tyre people. <laughs> yeah, tyre centres. Yeah. And I think that's a great thing about living in a small um, town. Everybody pitches in because they've all known you for so long and um, you're like one of their own. Whereas where we come from in Melbourne, we're lucky enough to know our neighbours, but down the street there, we wouldn't know who they are. So that that's a great thing about being in a small town. Um, and roughly, if you can remember, I know Mel's in the next room there, she'll probably give you a clue, but do you remember how much you raised? Um, it was over $10,000. Wow, that's pretty exciting, hey? That's pretty yep. awesome. You did an absolute brilliant job. I mean, yep. you were just phenomenal. And I think um, that day uh, we were there and that day we just had, we everybody was so happy and willing to put their hands in their pockets because it's a disease that not many people know a lot about. And when you no. see someone suffering yeah. like that, that you know. Yeah, we had a guest speaker down from Mel, uh, Melbourne. Yeah, what was his name again? Victor. Victor. Harbour? No. <laughs> <laughs> McConaughey? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, okay. He was really good, you yeah, know. He's from about DBS and he explained yeah, exactly what happened to me. And... Yeah, and as, an, as a non-medical person, I found him terrific because he didn't speak above our heads. He spoke to us so that we actually understood what was going on. There's nothing worse than going to have a guest speaker and they just blah, blah, blah over yeah. your head and you get so lost. But um, now, is there going to be another fundraiser yep. next year? Mar- March the 2nd next year. March the 2nd. So everybody write that in your book, March the 2nd next year. And that's at St. Arnold. Same, same Sporting, place. Sporting Club. Same time. Yeah. Yep. And if anyone wants to get to find out any more information about that, can they um, drop you a line, uh, drop you a, what would the young people say now, a DM or something? Can they email you or Facebook you? Yeah, they can email me at leonargent9 at, g- at gmail.com. Cool. Or they can pick you up on Facebook? On Facebook, yeah. On yeah, Messenger. Yeah, cool. So that's Leon Argent, L-E-O-N-A-R-G-E-N-T. Yep, number, yeah. number nine at gmail.com. Beautiful. Well, that's awesome. Okay, so let's go on. We'll now digress and we'll talk about how talented you are and how many albums you've got down. I've, I've got eight down and I'm starting on my ninth. You're starting on your ninth. Yeah. Wow. So through those eight albums and starting on your ninth, can you see how your music tastes have changed? Yeah. I start off with all... Mostly covers, and then and we bought a, a double album made out of thirty eight songs. Um, 
of my own originals. Wow. And um, and there's one of the couple on there, the one especially called Raise Your Hands for the Ansecs. Yeah. And that's getting airplay over the UK and all around everywhere. I knew that was brilliant. We actually, David, my husband, and I helped you with a few of those songs and I knew that was a special song because we've done a lot of work for the Anzacs and the wording in that is just absolutely brilliant. I hope that you get to perform that at the festival um, in Myrtleford. So uh, we'll just take a short break and we'll get ready for part three of our part four talk for Myrtleford Mountain Music Festival with Leon Argent. What love throws at you Sometimes good and sometimes bad What life throws at you Makes you happy, it makes you sad Hi, welcome back to part three of our music, our Murderford Mountain Music Festival and I'm with one of the artists, Leon Argent. And we're just going to talk about Leon's new CD that he's got coming out um, Leon, have you got uh, how many songs are on the album? It is um, roughly twenty songs on the album. Cool. And uh, what are your favourite ones? Um, pretty well, Heather. They're all my favourite. <laughs> um, but I mean, the ones because the name of the album it's called "Don't Take the Good Times for Granted," and that, that's one. That's the main track of the album, and it sort of explains. What goes on, you know, with people's life, and I see my life through that, through that song. So that's why I've named the album that song. I love that because we all have have that, don't we? We have all got to um, look at life as it's very precious, and we're only here for a blink of an eye. And uh, songs like that are, um, uh, they just basically say what we all feel, don't they? Yeah. What else have you got on the album, Liam? I've got. Um, Randy Travis, I've got Alan Jackson on it. I've got um, um, um Nathan Carter on it. Um, bit bit of and really Mel Haggard. Cool. I'm thinking well, that. Jennings. Yeah, I'm thinking Randy Travis is going through his own um, lifestyle problems at, at the moment as well, aren't they? And uh, I'm going to get our engineer to come in and here and work the phone there. Um, I think he had a stroke. Um, if it wasn't a stroke, it was something like that um, not so long ago. So uh, I think when it comes to songwriting and singing, we have to uh, look inside ourselves. Um, a lot of your songs are from a, a lot of the mainstream guys now. Nathan Carter, he's from Ireland, is that yep. right? Yeah, yeah. Easy stuff. Upbeats his songs a bit. Yeah, you know, yeah. Just a bit more beat on my, I love it. Yeah, I do. And um, Randy Travis, he's just your typical typical songwriter. I've got a feeling I may have seen him in a Matlock show. I might be dreaming, but I'm pretty sure he was on there playing guitar. But um, Merle Haggard, you mentioned you've got a Merle Haggard song. Yeah, What's that? That's, that's, that song's called Running Kind. Running Kind, all right. And Merle Haggard, well, he's like Johnny Cash and... Yeah. Um, George Jones, they they lived their life hard and fast, didn't they? And uh, 
I guess, as your album says, they lived their life to the fullest because who knew what was going to happen the next exactly. day? Yeah. Um, have you got Mama? Don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. Yes, I have. Yeah, Waylon Jennings. Yeah, and and the new version of it. I love the new version. The new version is out of the show off Netflix called The Ranch. Oh, I wonder if I get a bit of sponsorship there. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it's just got an awesome beat. Uh, I'm loving every song because they're all different, and so a lot of the dancers. Will be able to they listen to the beat and they can find that beat and just enjoy all this popular and older style music you're very yeah. lucky that you can jump between that sort of stuff so well done for those choices of songs now what did you say the album was called it's called don't take the good times for granted don't take the good times for granted and if we don't take anything else out of this podcast i think that's probably the main thing don't take the good times for granted and it'll be for sale at the metalford mountain yeah. music festival and that's where everyone can hear me yeah hear, hear the songs i'll be performing performing most of the songs there Beautiful. So we'll stop part three and we're going to come back and finish it up with all the talk about what days you're on and how if you're looking excited or if you're excited about travelling down that uh, way or if you've ever done that before. And we'll be right back. Once again, we're here talking to Leon Argent, an artist at the Myrtleford Mountain Music Festival, August 24 through to 27. What life throws at you Sometimes good and sometimes bad What life throws at you Makes you happy, it makes you sad Okay, so we're back part four with our talk for the Myrtleford Mountain Music Festival in Myrtleford and that's August 24th through to the Sunday, August the 27th, uh, 2023. And I'm going to wrap it up now with Leon. Um, Leon, what days are you performing at the festival? Yeah, I'm Friday, um, I'm self-contained Friday. Without a band, just me, um, me back in tracks. Um, band Saturday and Sunday I'm self-contained again. Beautiful. And when you say self-contained for our people that might be in China or Russia or anywhere like that, self-contained means you've got your little computer so they can dance to all of that? More or less, my computer's my band. It's a four or five-piece band on the computer. Beautiful. And have you done any festivals before? Uh not many. Not many? So this is sort of going to be your first time, is yep. it? Wow, well, we're looking forward to seeing that. I'm going to say forward to it, be good. Yeah, it, it's so, I, I've seen the lineup, and the lineup uh, looks really good. You've got people from South Australia, um, and the band Heartland, which are a band from South Australia. Um, they are phenomenal. You will love playing with them. And also, Graeme Hugo's from South Australia. And we have Jamie Aegis, who is from Goulburn, and uh, Jamie does a lot of Dwight Yoakam and um, Alan Jackson and stuff like that. So the lineup is brilliant um someone did say not many women there but i'm there and uh also the bass player from heartland tracy she's a beautiful lady and uh she's a girl too so uh you know this is the first ever festival that they've put on country festival at savoy club uh, club savoy and so we're hoping it's going to go down a treat um leon just in closing um once again um when is your uh, parkinson's uh fundraiser it's on march March the 2nd, 2024. 
Yeah, and it's at the Sonata Sporting Club. And you can get in contact with us on our email again is leonargent9 at gmail.com. Beautiful. All lowercase. Or you can message me on Facebook. On Facebook, and that's Leon as in L E O N A R G E N T. So, Leon, we are so looking forward to seeing you at the festival. We hope everything goes fabulously with your new CD that's coming out and can't wait to hear your beautiful voice and work with you again and a big thank you to Mel who's in the other room there um, supporting you and she's done a fabulous job because um, as outsiders we've seen all the work that you have done but of course without Mel and the kids you wouldn't be half as half as inspired as what you are so thank you for taking us through your journey today um we've loved listening to you and I hope people that are listening if you'd like to write in and tell us what more questions you'd like to hear um maybe we can answer them via email or something like that but if you'd like to know any more about Leon um please email us on the Hoffman's duo at gmail.com Com. Um, if not, uh, maybe you'll see us somewhere around. We are going to do these podcasts uh, on the last Sunday of every month. If it's not for the Myrtleford Mountain Music Festival, it'll be for our other festival that we run in South Australia called the Cobby Riverland Music Festival. Thank you for listening. Thank you for taking a bit of time. And more importantly, thank you, Leon, for sitting and not being so scared. Thank you, Heather. Raise your hands for Fall for this country.